Welcome to the Jerry Gherkin Show, where we get our kicks out of watching people succeed. I'm your host, Jerry Gherkin. That time is now. A little fun fact about me is I was not a social media guy until just probably the last three years. I just kind of stayed away from it. I'm an older guy, so I was just like, you know what, this stuff, I don't know. It's a conspiracy. What are they doing trying to track me? And that kind of stuff. Maybe that's the military coming back at me, too. But um, anyway... I've got an expert in digital marketing, Adam McChesney, with me today from St. Louis. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jerry. Super excited to be here. Yeah, this is awesome. And uh, you, you're going to be doing your own podcast pretty soon, I understand, yeah? Yeah, so it should be launching hopefully early November, so getting the kind of the last pieces of the puzzle together. So super, super excited to, to have that launch and, and get started with it. Yeah, when we when we started this podcast, Meredith kind of threw me a curveball because we were sitting talking about different things. And um, she's like, I, I'm on my vision board back here. I have uh, become a celebrity. And she's like, I know how I'm going to make you a celebrity. We're going to start doing a podcast. And I'm like, I don't know shit about podcasts. What the heck? I don't even listen. To, I didn't even listen to a podcast at that time. So, yeah, uh, the evolution has been pretty interesting. If you want to laugh, you know, start at the beginning of the podcast. We've got this is episode 72 or 73, but at the beginning, it's kind of fumble, mumble, bumble, but I, I'm a self-proclaimed king of wings, so I'll just kind of roll, you know, and we'll just talk. So that's cool. Okay. Yeah, if, yeah. if you need any uh, tips or any, any advice about uh, the evolution of our podcast and, and what, what's happened now, and I think it's pretty well-oiled well machine. It runs really well, and uh, we get a lot of listeners. Uh, happy to spend some time with you doing that. Yeah, no, I certainly appreciate that. So your company is Height Digital. Is that the name of the company? Yes. Yeah, so I'm an owner partner over at Height Digital, uh, technically Height Digital St. Louis. So it's a, it's a franchise model of digital marketing, um, but owner partner over there. Okay, cool. So let's talk about your journey with that because you started out probably, I'm assuming, in the, in the sales department and then kind of evolved into, um, so for the listeners, because there's a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to the show, uh, tell, tell a little bit about your journey there. Yeah, absolutely. So my journey actually started in medical device sales. So I started there right out of college, uh, worked for two different uh, uh, companies doing uh, sales for them, and really enjoyed what I did, got to, to travel, you know, make good money, sell some, some really awesome products. And it was what I always wanted to do. And five years in, just kind of started to get the bug of, of being an entrepreneur and had a skill set through a couple different avenues of teaching myself through courses, uh, digital marketing, more so website building, search engine optimization, and some paid advertising, and started to kind of build up a foundation of, of digital assets that I had and, and rented out to local businesses. And it started to take off right before COVID hit. And as COVID was in full steam, the opportunity for me to really double down on my side hustle at the time was there, which was the digital marketing company. So uh, about three months into the pandemic, so looking at July of, of 2020, decided to take a leap of faith and go all in on the digital marketing company. So I actually um, started my digital marketing company. It was a, a company called Ms. Marketing at the time. And uh, we were doing everything from website design, search engine optimization, paid advertising, and working with a lot of local businesses across the country. And uh, my, my sales background allowed me to network with people. I, I joined the, the network that were connected in Apex back in August of 2020. 
really started building my personal brand. And the next thing I knew, I had all these clients coming in. I was building my machine and doing all the things that build with that. And then the issue came in 2021 is how do I keep up with demand? I'm a one person show. I was using some virtual assistants and part-time people in white label company. Uh, then that's when Height Digital came into the forefront as they were transitioning away from white label to do this new franchise model that I'm happy to be uh, a super uh, integral part of, of the foundation that we have there because it's relatively new. And I've been doing that uh, since May of 2021. Great. That's awesome, man. That's, that's super cool. So tell me, uh, you're married, you have kids. Uh, what's, what's your family dynamic? Yeah. So married to my wonderful wife, Delaney, uh, we don't have any kids, uh, right now. We do have a dog named, uh, named Georgie. All right. What kind of dog you got? He is a Cavapoo. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a very, it's a smaller dog, but uh, really, really awesome dog. All right, cool. Yeah, we got a couple Australian shepherds, so they're kind of big and full of piss and vinegar all the time. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, our kids are grown and gone, so we have grand animals, but we don't have any grandkids yet, but they're practicing. <laughs> so, yeah. so what's the biggest trends right now uh, with digital marketing? Because I want to talk about what happened, um, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, we had a little snafu uh, a week or so ago um, with, uh, with a lot of the uh, social media platforms. Uh, what, what's the biggest trend that's going on right now in digital? So right now we're, we're really focused on owning the data for our clients. We don't own any of our clients' data, but we want them to own the data. So most clients, when they come to us, they're, they could be a startup, but a lot of times they've had a, a bad experience or they, they try to do marketing internally. And so we really focus on mostly search engine optimization and paid advertising to make them not only obviously get leads, but efficiently manage those leads. So whether they utilize a CRM that we have or they use their own, we want to make sure that they have access to the data at all times. And they're making educated decisions to not just turn leads into customers, but then turn those customers in, into walking billboards for you. So especially with what, what happened last week, that was a trend we were kind of really trying to set a standard for before that. But really with what we're doing right now for our clients, and that has been a you know culmination of everything that's happened with the since the outage really started. So um, I think that data is is the new oil, isn't it? I mean, that's that's pretty much it. If you if you want to scale and and, and uh, sell a business eventually, then if you don't have data, then you don't have anything, you know. So exactly. you know, uh, gathering that that data and being able to uh, share that with a prospective. Uh, buyer um, is huge. And then also just for uh, pure follow-up purposes. And if, if things crash um, and maybe some of you don't even know what happened because I don't know when you're going to be listening to this, but uh, what was it? Facebook and what other ones all went down in the same time? Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp all went down at the same time. So what my wife and I were traveling at the time. So we were actually in the air when it happened. So I didn't even know anything about it. And then we landed in Chicago and uh, I jumped on my phone and then um, I saw a post from Meredith actually. And she was talking about, she felt like she almost died because it was just like, Oh my gosh, all this stuff. But it, it really was a little, um, a gut check for a lot of people. And I think it put things in perspective that if, if you're not gathering the data and you don't have multiple streams uh, it could be uh, it, it could kill your business truly. Oh yeah. No. And, and that's kind of one of the things I, 
I've been putting my podcast off for a while. Me specifically, I'm very heavy in Facebook. So that's where I get a lot of my clients. That's where I do a lot of my branding. I started quickly like, hey, I got to get this podcast in checking up and running. I got to you know be more present on LinkedIn and find more areas of opportunity for myself. And then how can I transition that from our clients to say, hey, here's what you need to be doing in your business as well. So what kind of, what's your ideal client then? So we work uh, with, pretty much clients of all sizes. My background and 70 to 80% of my clients are local home service businesses. They might have multiple locations, but they have to have a presence front and center on Google. So we work with a lot of roofing companies, uh, HVAC, plumbing, flooring, you name it. If, if you don't know someone and you're going to Google in that business, you know, needs to have a lot of reviews. They need to have their Google business listing front and center or paid advertising that's normally my bread and butter and where most of our clients are at. Gotcha. So does a lot of your clients, they come just from like uh, referrals because you were talking about um, having that presence and then being able to have like, in my words, uh, raving fans uh, for those businesses. And so then once that happens for them, do they, do they share other opportunities? Cause I know like, I wouldn't want, I'm in the automotive industry. I wouldn't want to necessarily promote another auto dealership. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I wouldn't, if I, if I found this nugget and it was you and you're going to promote my business and you're going to grow my business crazy scale. And then I'm going to tell Joe Schmuckatelli down the street that, Hey, you got to check out Adam because he's, he's got this cool stuff. That's kind of like competitive to me. So being in the digital marketing world, I mean, you can, you can go, it's, it's global, right? I mean, you, you don't have to have yeah. one demographic. Exactly. And that's been the nice thing, especially as I was trying to start up during the pandemic and a side hustle. Most of my clients are actually outside of, of St. Louis and even Missouri at this point. We're starting to grow a little bit more here locally, but we've kind of carved ourselves out as home service, lead generation, ROI driven data, those types of things. So I've gotten a lot of referrals. I've gotten uh, a lot of personal branding and connections through Facebook groups and masterminds. So it's really grown in and of itself. I, I'm a sales rep by trade. So I love the prospecting aspect. I love doing audits and really digging into the data. And that's been one of the nice things as I've transitioned uh, into height is that we now have 15, 15 franchisees across the country. So where we had just the data and the team of my one agency, that's not very much. Now we have data in pretty much any industry and any city type to make better educated decisions for our clients. But um, I love the, the, the cold calling. I love the kind of the, the grit of day in and day out prospecting, selling and doing all those things. So that's where I get to spend more of my time now that I have a full team built out with me. So you touched on branding um, early in the conversation and, uh, you know, that, that comes, I think that's a challenge to a lot of, a lot of companies. Um, I, I think it's definitely necessary. It's absolutely necessary to have a, a solid brand and have a presence in your community uh, so that they, it's like, like with my podcast, having bookends on my podcast, I've used this as a reference. You know, if you heard da-da-da, da-da-da, most people are going to know that's ESPN because that's, mm -hmm. that's been branded into your brain. If you've watched any kind of ESPN, you know that that's the intro to ESPN. So how do you come up with uh, the, the niche or the brand? Because you said that you do branding and logos and stuff. What, what's that look like as far as like when you're going through that process, you, you got an HVAC company and then they have uh, just 
belts home service company, for example, they're a local company. So how do you, how do you help them through and figure out a brand for them? Yeah, absolutely. So, so we really do it in a three-step approach and it's more of a consultative approach. So when we're having conversations with companies that are either looking to get their first logo redesign or kind of set the standard for their brand online and offline, we're having the decision and the conversation of we're not going to be your, your graphic designer that's going to get you three logos within the next 48 hours. You're not going to have an end product, you know, by the end of the week. So we want to make sure that they're obviously investing their time and money in the right place, depending upon where they're at in their business and if it does make sense, because we're going to do the exact same. So we have an initial conversation with them to understand you know, where they're at in their business. So are they starting? Are they rebranding? What does that look like? And, and what do they like, not like about what people either know or don't know about them? And what are they trying to portray? So really getting their goals and understanding. And then obviously getting, you know, most people will send, hey, I want this type of logo and I want to put this twist on it. And that allows for, you know, you to go to an outlet to get a quick logo and it, and it to come back to you. What we do really well is we really pull the information out of the client. So, hey, I have no idea where I even want to begin with my brand, but these are 17 different things that I want to portray into my thing. And then we come back with six different basic logo designs without color to show them, hey, here's kind of what we're thinking based off of our conversation give us your feedback about what you like on each one or don't like, and then let's come together and get one design. And then let's start adding colors and unique features there. So it's, it's really a three-step process to come to the, you know, the ultimate goal of having a logo and then putting that into a brand manual that they're extremely proud of and want people to know and recognize. And so when is it time to rebrand? Like if you're, let's say you start something, you got this great idea, you go through your process and then it's like, oh man, this is it, this is it. And then we put it out there and we start advertising and we're doing all this lead gen and stuff. And, but there's not a lot of traction happening. Uh, is, that, is that the time where you take a step back and say, well, we maybe want to tweak this or, or do that? Um, kind of like with your uh, AI and, and what, they're, what exactly the verbiage is going to be. Is that when you kind of come back and you say, okay, or give me some insight on that one? Yes. So that, that's probably what we see probably about 50% of the time is they already got something out there. They're just not sold on it. The other 50% of the time with the rebrand, you know, we, we see that they've either gotten a logo from someone that they know, or they went with a, a cheaper alternative just to have something there. And they're like, I don't even want to put money behind buying a bunch of apparel or buying a bunch of t-shirts or koozies or whatever to promote our brand. And then the other aspect is, let's say, for example, you're, you've branded your, your company with a local name, or you've branded your company with, hey, I just do plumbing. Well, then you add HVAC or those types of things where we're getting a more centralized name around the brand. So that way you're not handcuffed. If you go to another city or you add another service or whatever that circumstance might be. So a lot of people are like, Hey, I want to reset the foundation because I have goals to do X, Y, and Z across X, Y, and Z industry or city. Got it. Yep. I'm, I'm in the middle of that uh, branding quandary, if you will, for my uh, coaching business and, um, I came up with one and I, and I like it and it seems to be uh, getting some traction, but then I made the mistake to put it out there and uh, 
the Facebook group on entrepreneurs and I got some feedback that I wasn't expecting. So I was like, yeah, it's kind of dull. It's kind of boring. Uh, not really anything. And so I'm like talking to my wife and she's like, well, let's try to figure it out. Let's so her and I, we were going back and forth and different and then kind of just went into dead space. And then it's like, skip it, man. I'm just going to stay with what I know. And, you know, everybody's got opinions, but, uh, I, you know, opinions are like noses. Everybody has one and they all blow. So, you know, yep. <laughs> with what you, what you like. And, but I do think that a little tweak here and there can, can make monumental differences in, in how people uh, perceive things. There's a guy, his name's Don LaPree. He's no longer with us, but he, uh, years ago this is back in the i think mid 80s uh late 80s uh he had this where you could take um classified ads and you'd write a little classified ad and he would sell stuff out of his garage or something but he was talking about how you have this face or this uh classified ad and then just by tweaking a little bit of the verbiage in the pitch then it would get more traction so is that kind of the similar similar process but only now it's digital yeah, so absolutely. I mean, so I mean, there's a lot of different things that that we're tweaking and analyzing on a, on a daily basis with our ongoing services. But the the same, you know, bodes true with with branding and, and logos. So, um, for example, uh, one of the, the Apex uh, members, we just rebranded their entire logo website and then put everything together in a brand manual. The one thing that you you don't want is you don't want to invest all of this money. And then you send it out to your team. You send it out to whoever's going to utilize your logo. And one person's using this font with this color and, and everything is just all out of whack, both online and then with t-shirts, et cetera. So where we bring it kind of full circle and we can even take an existing logo and put it into a brand manual is let's really focus on the standardization of your brand. Because just because you have a logo and just because you have t-shirts and things like that. And a website doesn't mean you have a brand, you have a logo, a website and some t-shirts. Bringing everything full circle is really where you take that next step into that tier of becoming, you know, the Coca-Colas and, and uh, you know, the ESPNs of the world that everyone just knows for one reason or another. That's that. Super, super cool. So how do people get in touch with you guys if, if they want to um, maybe go down this road of uh, digital marketing? Yeah, absolutely. So the easiest way to get a hold of me is uh, through Instagram. It's Adam L. McChesney. So it's M-C-C-H-E-S-N-E-Y. And then if they want to check out everything we have to offer at Height Digital St. Louis, it's HeightDigital, H-I-T-E, digital.com slash S-T dash Lewis. And you'll be able to see everything that we have going on there service-wise and past projects and current clients. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, a couple final wrap up questions. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? So the best piece of advice I ever received was that bad processes and systems cannot outwork good selling or not outsell selling. So my issue in growing my business and the transitions that I've had is I love selling, but I hate the processes and systems. So I had multiple people tell me that but it finally hit home once I started seeing all these breaks and cracks within my, my company. Yeah. There's an exercise. Uh, I learned last trip out to uh, Dallas. It's the ABC exercise. And, and what you do is, is the A's are the uh, income revenue generating processes that we love. 
the B's are kind of the things that we'll do, but we're okay with and the C's are the things that we hate. Mm -hmm. And when you're building your team during your interview process with them, you want to try to align them not only with your core values, which is paramount, but uh, also you want to find these people that like to do the B's and the C's and they love to do the B's and the C's. So then when you're, when you're looking at delegation and that's what you're referencing it is to get some off your plate, the stuff that you want to delegate are the things that other people love to do that you don't. Absolutely crucial. Yeah. That's, that's a great exercise. If, uh, if somebody's out there sharing the same thing that Adam and I are sharing as far as it's your baby and you don't want to give any, any control up and you need to delegate because you're burning the candle at both ends. You're working 18 hours a day and you just don't feel like there's any, and there's a, there's a cool example of a, of a miner that's, that's swinging the pickaxe and one guy, one miner is turned around walking the other direction, the other, and he was one swing away from striking gold. But you know, you can, you can get to that point. Um, I don't think that burnout is, is relevant, especially with you have a mindset like we do. Uh, we just keep going. What's the next thing. But, um, but delegation is, is huge. But right now with, with employees out there, it's really tough to find quality people that's going to be able to win with you. Uh, and run with you too. So, but check out that ABC exercise. If you need to re-listen to this to pick it up or, or hit me up, DM me and I'll, I'll explain more. All right. So um, how do you want to be remembered? So I think I want my, my, my commitment is to live a full, well-rounded life. So I don't want to just be remembered as a, a business person or any one thing. I want to remember, be remembered as living life to the fullest, but impacting as many people and businesses as possible. So, you know, eventually, you know, giving back in, in terms of a, of a nonprofit, being a, a family man, a future father, all of those types of things that it's not just, hey, he was really good at business. And, and that's what people remember me as. So I don't want it. I don't want it to just be super focused on one thing. Yeah, that's great. That's good stuff. Yeah, we want to uh, live live your dash and and uh, I think just add value to people's lives and and you can add value a number of different ways whether it's just a conversation or, or you're helping them grow their business to the, their dream you know there's there's a number of different things and then you take on the family aspect of it and you want to have you know you want to be at level four and all of them you know so we, we get that so that's cool hey man I appreciate you taking the time uh, today and uh, I hope that uh, you continue down this road and, and maybe, maybe when you get your podcast rolling, you might have some guy from Finley, Ohio on your podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, I absolutely will. And I appreciate you taking the time to, uh, to interview me. It was, it was great and I really appreciate the opportunity. So thank you very much. You got it, brother. Hey guys, remember yesterday's history. Tomorrow's a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why we call it the present. Make it a good one.